89.3 FM and HD1, Evanston, Chicago. This is a previously recorded program. We will be back live in the studio soon. Stay healthy. Women now make up 37% of the workforce, changing their role forever. Harvard Medical School has now opened its doors to new female applicants. The first woman is now in space. The majority of last year's doctorate degrees were earned by women. We've come so far, but our news is changing for the worse. More women die from heart disease and stroke than men, even though it can be prevented. Make a change at GoRedForWomen.org today. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the American Heart Association's Go Red for Women. You're listening to WNUR 89.3's Misandry Hour with DJ Lobotomy and DJ Militia. Today, we also have with us special guest, DJ Bedpan. Thank you for listening. So-called straight girl, I know you see me. Over your boyfriend's shoulder, I see you watching me. State girl, you look unhappy. I've heard the rumors, you've got my sympathy. Is this a liar living? Is this a sin that we're committing? Do you wish I was a boy? Tell me a story, tell me a story. My mother, she killed me.
Live from WNUR News, I'm Catherine Odom. You're listening to the 6 o'clock news on WNUR 89.3 FM HD1 Evanston, Chicago. It's Monday, May 23rd, 2022. Tonight on WNUR News, asking students how much they would have to be paid not to go to Dillo Day, a look at Dillo Day 50, the best places to cry on campus, and this week's pop culture rundown. Those stories coming up tonight on WNUR News at 6. Thanks for tuning in. Dillo Day is a huge NU tradition, but how badly do students really want to go? Reporter Margot Amual hit the streets to ask a random selection of students how much they would need to be paid not to attend Dillo Day and why. This past weekend, Dillo Day took place. Dillo Day is the nation's largest student-run music festival, and it celebrated its 50th anniversary on May 21st. Dillo Day welcomes 12,000 Northwestern and Evanston community members to the lakefront to celebrate music, dance, the end of a quarter, and just have fun in general. This year, the theme is Return of the Rodeo, and artists including Dominic Fike, Sean Kingston, Vice Tone, and Remy Wolf will be featured for the whole day music festival, as well as some student performers. Dillo Day is a huge tradition for Northwestern students and community members, and it begs the question, how do students feel about the day? The day before Dillo Day, I walked around campus and I asked a random selection of students how much they would need to be paid to not go to Dillo Day and why. Their answers were pretty varied. They'll start by saying their first and last name, what they study, and then they'll give their answer. Enjoy, and happy Dillo weekend. From WNUR News, you're listening to News at 6. Carlos Sierra, I'm a senior studying psychology. I'd probably say $100, then uh, I could buy something that I've wanted for the past week or so. What have you wanted? Uh, new strings for my bass guitar. They're uh, a little screwed up. Salma Paredes, uh, third year international studies, Asian language and culture. <laughs> Honestly, not much. Um, I'm really only going because it's free. Um, and I don't know, it hasn't been in here for a while, so I just kind of am curious as to what it looks like. So I don't know, 20 bucks. Let's say that, not much, honestly. Uh, Sophia Moreno, I'm a sophomore, double majoring in neuroscience and global health. <laughs> like a couple thousand dollars, probably. And why? Um, I wanna go. Actually, I feel like, unless you're gonna like cover my tuition for a year, I'd probably wanna go. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like these are, like life experiences are worth more than money. You know what I mean? And like, I, like the four dill days are like something you're not gonna get again like with the same people so I would like I really want to go and I'm Hallie Petrie and I'm a senior studying French and global health a thousand or two thousand dollars I probably like two thousand dollars just because like as a senior like this is my last and also like really only second Dillo day and it's like something I've been waiting for for like years Simon Bratholm a senior studying econ I, I would say you know, like, because it's raining tomorrow, I think 
probably like $200. Atharva Welling. I am a first year studying journalism and econ. I don't know. I'd skip out for like a thousand. I don't know. It's decent, decent money. Maybe, maybe a little more than a thousand. Maybe like maybe five thousand. And why? Uh, I'd like five thousand dollars. It'd be nice. Uh, my name is Jefferson Shu. I'm a junior studying computer science and minoring in economics. That's a spicy question. I feel like I have to be at least like it's off the top of my head. Probably like five k. Why that much? Well. I was thinking about costs for like other music festivals, but then there's also like the social cost that you'd lose if you didn't go to um, Dill. I think that's like a pretty high cost because like, you know, all your friends are basically going to be there. So that's be a relatively high price. I was thinking even higher than 5000 Reporting for WNUR, I'm Margot Mewell. Reporters Maria Jimena Aragon and Sarah Cadora wouldn't have missed Dillo Day for any amount of money in the world. Here's their report from Dillo 2022. Mayfest Productions hosted the first in-person Dillo Day since 2019 Saturday. A Northwestern tradition and the festival's 50th anniversary, bad weather and big artists lived up to the theme, Return of the Rodeo. While students dodged puddles to dance in their cowboy boots, these reporters trekked around with a voice recorder and a camera to bring you sights and sounds from the Lakeville. Be sure to check out our photos that got up close and personal with the main stage artists on our website at WNUR.news. The rodeo kicked off with rain, mud, and weather delays. It's 1.23 and spirits are low. They are unfortunate. How do you work this camera? Says the photographer for WNUR News. Where are we right now, Sarah? We're in Norris. Uh, we are kind of up against those windows by Mod. So we're looking out at security on the Norris lawn. And when you look to your right, you'll see a bunch of students hoping to stay dry. Probably the soberest people on campus right now. Yeah, 100%. I also looked at the weather forecast radar thing, and it just keeps getting worse, so... It is muddy as hell. Yeah, high chance of mud. Um, High chance of mud. Those white shoes that you thought would look great with your outfit, I see a high percentage of them coming out very nasty at the end of the night. Mm. Um, The dampness report is I'm feeling more damp than I would like to be right now. Uh, even though I have an umbrella, umbrellas can only do so much when you're out for two plus hours. I wonder who's in charge of sending out all the updates. They've had a very busy morning. They have. They've delayed it. Um, now we've got the news that Morty is going to open up Dillo. <laughs> what a what a start to the rodeo. It's almost two. We're finally walking into the main stage area to hear Morton Shapiro open the Dillo Day main stage. 
Oh, there's a puddle. There's a big puddle. We found the press snacks. They're better than the regular snacks. And when I say press snacks, oh my god, they have pop belly. I would describe the energy as wet. Yeah. Are we gonna do a Red Bull tracker on Mena again? <laughs> have you had a Red Bull yet today? No, I will. I saw some. So this is pre-Red Bull. This is pre. Let's see how many we'll have today. How are you feeling? I'm excited. I just saw my friend Moyana Olivia perform on the FMO second stage, and it was really amazing. They're so good. Um, and now oh, I don't know. Morty sighting. Any special guests he's bringing with him? We know he's a, a known associate of Kanye West. Is Kanye coming? We've <laughs> all seen that photo. He's truly just walking around. He's truly just walking around like where students are standing. Like he is no no such thing as a VIP right now. He's just walking around. His umbrella says we will as in we will keep having this festival. He looks confused. I think he's just lost. It's okay. Okay, Morty is walking away. He's walking toward the lake. I don't think he knows where he's going. Did you see Morty? No, but we passed by him. He's right there. Oh. Well, while this is definitely not the weather pattern we expected, um, we are really, really, really excited to have you all here. Like to see what we're seeing right now. Check it out. 
www.news. Dot news. Dot, that's like instead of the dot com, it's dot, dot news. news. It's confusing. <laughs> it's, we have a Remy Rose sighting. That was a Remy Wolf sighting. What's your high low of the day? Hi, Sean Kingston's performing soon. Low, we did get rained on. My high was the nap I took before coming here. That's that so true, that's so true. It was immaculate. My low was probably the rain too. That was rough. Our friend Karina just kept like slipping all over the place. It was a lot of fun. When, what time did your day start today? 6.45 a.m. Also 6.45 a.m. But that, that included three snoozes. So you have the best spot, I think, in the whole space. We pushed our way to the front through coaches. Almost died, but like oh, totally yeah, worth it. We are vibing so right now. Much. Are you all gonna stay after Remy, or are you like? I'm trying to stay here for Sean Kingston. Yeah, Sean okay, Kingston, and then like after that, like whatever. We'll see. So I'm here for our first Dello in person. Yeah. Super Woo! excited. Sean Kingston, yeah. That's wider, bro. What the hell? Did somebody fall off in here or something? No, I know. Gee, I see how the go. The car's going that way. Don't tell me somebody fell off. That was Sean Kingston's golf cart that just drove by. And a wonderful security lady who was worried that somebody fell off of the balcony where people were waiting to scream. <laughs> So I, this is Maya Shadid. I'm a sophomore. We just saw Sean Kingston. Sean Kingston was amazing. It was fun. I, I mean, I, I low-key was very pushy. I almost, I, I almost died, but like, it was so worth we it. it. We he did replay, and it was literally I was living on my 11-year-old dreams. Like, it was so fun. died, but that's okay. We're in the moment. We're in the moment. Sean Kingston was freaking amazing. We're about to see Tanache and Dominic Fike. Checking in once again. We're on Red Bull number three. This is so unhealthy for my sanity, my life, my lungs. I don't even know what it's affecting, but. It's 7.05. 7.05. What's your name? Isaac. How long have you been here? You're at the very, very front. At the very front? Since like Vice Tones. Oh, okay. Well, no, no, not on the very, very front. I like was here, but then I went to the bathroom, but then I came back like for, who came out for Vice Tones? Anyway, I was like, just a little bit behind, but my friends who were here out there front the whole time, they're like, let's swap for Tanache because they know I'm the biggest fan. That's why I've been here. That's What's the your goal. favorite song? The Chase. What time did your day start today? 6.45, so I could be ready for the beer mile, the triathlon track club beer mile. Huh? What is that? It's uh, four laps, four beers, and adds up to a mile. Culminates, I'm throwing up. It's really beautiful. I'm Kate Tennyson, year 2023. Any highlights or lowlights of your day? Oh my gosh, I love Remy Wolf. She's iconic. Her music is like the favorite, my favorite thing in the entire world. She killed it. Sean Kingston killed it. Beautiful girls. Absolutely amazing. Like, I just had a fun time overall. And I'm not leaving until Dominic Fike sings every single last song. So, period. I am so excited for Dominic Fike. I'm so excited for Good work.
We are on a Red Bull count of still of three. <laughs> it's completely fine, but we took another three. So the night has ended. My voice is gone. Yes. My hearing is gone. Probably. Yeah. I have over 600 photos. Dominic Fike walked right by me. My phone storage is done, gone, over with. The security guard almost ran me over. And we're just two reporters here finishing up the night at our first Dillo. My high was the golf cart ride. <laughs> my high is the amount of snacks I ate today. <laughs> and signing off, my name is Maria Kimena Aragon. And I'm Sarah Cadora. WNUR News. Moving on to oddities. Reporter Maria Camano asks the WNUR newsroom where their favorite places to cry on campus are. Sometimes, Northwestern is not an easy place to be at. Whether you're concerned with your academics or just struggling with normal college student issues like finding a job or figuring out what you want to do with your life, it is certainly not easy being a student. And one of the most helpful ways to relieve oneself of stress is through crying. According to Medical News Today, a 2014 study found that crying activates the parasympathetic nervous system, helping people calm down and relax. Research has also found that tears release endorphins and oxytocin, making it so that you feel good and your mood is improved, and also reducing levels of stress hormones in your body. Now, I've both cried and found people crying on campus. During exam week especially, it is not uncommon to find students crying in the bathrooms or any public spaces. And with exams coming up, I felt the need to know, where should I go if I need to let it all out? So in order to find out what place on campus is best for shedding some tears, I decided to ask our newsroom here at WNUR. This is Ask WNUR, and today I'm asking, where's your favorite place to cry on campus? The only place I've ever cried on campus is a professor's office, freshman year. It was a really hard class, and I didn't feel like I was ready for it when I took it. And so I just felt like I was absolutely failing, but I got an A minus in it, so I was fine. Hi, my name is Allison Rauch. I am class of 2024, I'm a sophomore, and I have cried all over this damn campus. Um, notable spots include the second floor Willard women's bathroom. I don't even live in Willard. Um, Michael J. Allen's History of the Vietnam Wars class in Annenberg G15. I've cried like walking like to Norris, like from the library. I've cried in the sound recording booth in the library in Maine. Um, I've cried in the Norris girls' bathroom. Yeah, I've cried a lot of places, but I think my favorite place to cry, aside from the iconic uh, crying in Michael J. Allen's history of the Vietnam Wars class in Annenberg G15 uh, is the Medill basement floor bathroom, the women's bathroom, that you need to scan your wild card to get into. Never anyone in there. You can cry all you want. Um, it's marvelous. Recommend. My favorite place to cry on campus, I would say, is the garage after hours. It's happened once. It's very nice to feel the tech, the inspiration and the fact that there's no one there. So I think that's my top pick. The place I cry the most is honestly in my home, but sometimes on the walk back home from campus, I'll cry. But one of my most memorable crying experiences on campus is one time I was sitting by the lake on the concrete blocks to the south of Beenan. 
and it's kind of context dependent because I was listening to the Twilight soundtrack and um, really, <laughs> really let the tears flow. Um, it was kind of like being in a music video, just watching the water come in and it was like kind of cold and kind of gray. And of course I was listening to Twilight, so that really solidified um, how emotional I was. But I, yeah, so I guess that's my favorite place to cry. I'm Toss and I'm a freshman. Um, the people who live in North Mid Quads know this, but the stairwells in NMQ are the absolute best places to cry on campus. They're really convenient because they're right by our bedrooms and uh, right by your friends in the bathroom. And you actually have a surprising amount of privacy in these stairwells. If you come here at the right time of day, absolutely no one will bother you. Uh, both stairwells are great, take your pick. My name is Maria, I'm a junior. I've only cried in the main library bathroom, but I think that if I wanted a place to cry on campus, it would probably be in the upper level Kresge bathrooms. There are usually not that many people, so it's pretty private and pretty clean. My name is Ellie Skelly. I'm a freshman journalism major, and my favorite place to cry on campus is actually Allison Dining Hall. And you may be thinking, that's horrible, that's terrible, that's so public. And it is, it is all of the above. Um, but you know, sometimes it's just an overwhelming space you're sitting down for a good meal and you just gotta let it out and you're at a table with your friends and then you can hash it out you know grab a cookie afterwards and it's all good so that's where I usually cry so based on our newsroom's opinions if you ever feel the need to turn on the waterworks you should aim for the more private places on campus and as exams start coming up remember to take a breather and that it is okay to have a good cry sometimes for WNUR News, this is Maria Camaño. And now for the B-List, our weekly pop culture breakdown. Jordan Manji has all the updates you need. ...of celebrity mess and pop culture. Welcome to the B-List, your weekly roundup of celebrity mess and pop culture. This week, a Kardashian nuptials, SNL departures, Harry's new album, and a win for women's soccer. In celebrity news, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker were married last weekend in Portofino, Italy. The couple got legally hitched earlier this month at a California courthouse, but their extensive families were present for the lavish Italian wedding. The celebrity duo wore coordinated Dolce & Gabbana ensembles for the ceremony. Speaking of Kardashian-adjacent men, in TV news, Pete Davidson will reportedly leave Saturday Night Live at the end of this season. Davidson has been a cast member on the show for eight seasons, playing the token young person in sketches and weekend update segments. He will be joined in his departure by three other SNL fixtures, Kyle Mooney, A.D. Bryant, and Kate McKinnon. The show has not yet announced who will be replacing the four comedians. In music news, Harry Styles dropped a new album titled Harry's House on Friday. His third solo album since the star's departure from One Direction, Harry's House exudes the homey, eclectic, and everyday, a turn from his more pop-style hits like Watermelon Sugar. And in sports, the U.S. women's national soccer team has won equal pay. After years of fighting, the women's team will be paid the same as the men's team, according to the U.S. Soccer Federation. The decision will also include identical comp compensation in all competitions and commercial revenues. Megan Rapino, a soccer star and lead organizer of the demand for equal pay, called the decision, quote, massive, monumental, and surreal. That's all for the B-List this week. Check in next Monday to hear about what happens this week in pop culture. For WNUR News, I'm Jordan Manji.
You're listening to WNUR News. It's 624 p.m. Central. In the headlines today, number 9 Northwestern Softball won the Evanston Regional Tournament this weekend, beating out Notre Dame, Oakland, and McNeese to claim victory and move on to Super Regionals. The Cats will face off against number 8 Arizona State next. The Evanston Township High School Class of 2022 graduated this weekend. Commencement was held in Welsh Ryan Arena on Sunday morning. The U.S. is planning to release a monkeypox vaccine from the Strategic National Stockpile in response to concerns over the global outbreak. There have been over 100 confirmed cases of monkeypox in 12 countries, including the United States. The disease appears to be transmitted sexually, and the CDC officials warn that gay and bisexual men are particularly at risk. President Biden has pledged to defend Taiwan militarily if it faces an attack from China. This statement from his first presidential trip to Asia marks a more aggressive tone toward China. Biden also drew comparisons between the war in Ukraine and what would happen if China tried to take Taiwan by force. And now for the weather. It's currently 56 degrees and sunny in Evanston, with wind speeds around 11 miles an hour. Tonight will be partly cloudy with temperatures in the low 50s. On Tuesday, you can expect partly cloudy skies with a high of 61 degrees. Wednesday will be warmer, but with a chance of thunderstorms. The rest of the week, we'll see temperatures in the 60s with showers on Thursday and Friday. That's all for WNUR News at 6 p.m. For more news updates and reports, follow us on Twitter at WNUR News. You can listen to these and other stories of the day on our website, WNUR.news. That's WNUR.news. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our producers today are Sarah Kadora and Margot Amuyal. Our reporters are Margot Amial, Sarah Cadora, Maria Jimena Aragon, and Maria Camano. From all of us here at WNUR News, I'm Catherine Odom. Thanks for listening. And be sure to turn in, tune in to WNUR News at 6 this Wednesday, May 25th. All quarter long, reporter Madison Bratley has been working on a two-episode extended feature, The State of Greek Life at Northwestern. It will air this Wednesday, May 25th, and this Friday, May 27th. Now, back to regularly scheduled programming.